here I am working 75 hours a week, living off of $24,000 a year because it shouldn't charge that much. And I never charged the full rate. And I only offered sliding scale rates because that's what a good person would do. It's exhausting. It is exhausting giving so much and living on so little. So what I want you to understand here today is that money is currency and currency is energy. And you aren't meant to live on a little amount of energy and you aren't meant to live on a little amount of money. You've gotten great at divine working, but what about divine living? Welcome to the Divine Living Podcast. I'm your host, Gina DeVee. You're not alone in wanting more. And here at the Divine Living Podcast, you can expect to be part of conversations from women like us who unapologetically dream big and are obsessed with manifesting our most fabulous lives. The conversation starts now. What I know is possible, which is why I wish today's session was like 18 hours because I could spend all of it in total bliss with you. But fortunately, it's not going to take 18 hours and we don't have 18 hours. So we're going to use the time that we got. And we're going to transform this money story to get you into right alignment with what God desires you to believe, have, and receive around money for the purpose of your divine destiny being manifested. All right. So let's start with a prayer and we'll go from there. Ah, dear God, thank you. Thank you for your love. Thank you for your support. Thank you for your provision. And thank you for your spiritual principles around the truth that you have designed for us about money. Because we know that with you, all things are possible. And we know that with you, there is no lack. There is no lack of love. There is no lack of power. There is no lack of provision. There is no lack of solution. There is no lack of opportunity. And to the degree that any of us have taken on lack feelings, lack beliefs, lack mentality, lack in any way from someone else. We surrender this to you because we know that with you, there is no lack. There is only love and that your love is infinite in every single way. So we pray a very special prayer of blessing, of favor, and of opportunity over every woman listening here, that we would all open up to the truth of what you have designed for us, which we know is way beyond anything that any one of us could even comprehend. And even in that, in faith, we say yes. Yes, thank you. Yes, God, please use me. Yes, God. I am open to receiving any form of provision or resource that you deem necessary according to your will for me to be the contribution that I'm meant to be in the world and for me to fulfill my destiny. And we pray all of this believing, amen. Amen, amen, amen. All right. So where do I want to begin? I think let's begin spiritually, shall we? Because Anyone consider themselves a spiritual person because it's the spiritual ones I got to look out for? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. Yep. And I am not going to speak for every spiritual person here. I'm going to generalize, which is going to be politically incorrect, and I'm okay with that because of all the people that this is going to help. Historically, depending on how 
many years you have been on this planet, there has been a great divide between the spiritual camp and the wealth and abundance camp. And for so many decades, centuries, whatever, twisting of the scriptures, misinterpretation of spiritual law, it has sort of been you were spiritual or you were wealthy. And I'm just going to use a few Christian analogies just because it's the source that I know the best, but others apply from other religions and spiritual sources as well. If spirituality and wealth were separate, can someone explain the blessing that God put on Abraham? Please. If spirituality and wealth were separate, explain to me why David was king and all of the splendor that he had. If spirituality and abundance are supposed to be separate, why did Jesus say, I came so that you would live life and live it abundantly? I mean, I think that we like get the point here, right? I could go on and on, but I'm just going to level the playing field that there is nothing spiritual about lack. Nothing spiritual about lack. And if you're committed to that, then this training might not be for you. So you make your choice. But for everybody else who is interested in integrating spirituality and abundance in, and health in every form of your life, stay tuned and stay with me. Because I grew up God bless the people that I grew up with, the church, the adults in my life, well-meaning people, well-meaning people that really thought that they were teaching me well. And I just came between my parents' upbringing and spiritual leaders that I was around. Money was this bad thing. It was this thing that you weren't supposed to have. It was this thing that you weren't supposed to focus on. Can anybody relate? It was like, and if you did have it, you were supposed to give it away. And it, there was like something not okay with this thing that you like weren't supposed to have, but yet needed to live. So I just grew up like, I was taught you go to college and get a job, which meant you got a paycheck, but somehow that wasn't exactly money. That was just how you lived. And then if there was any form of abundance of it, like it was, you're supposed to give it away. So I grew up with this very warped thing around money. Like basically everything was too expensive because that was kind of my, my parents meant everything, you know, everything was too expensive. I remember we would go out sometimes we would go out to dinner after church. And I remember there was a slightly wealthier family that had a couple of kids and they ordered a Pepsi mm -hmm. at, at, lunch after church. And that was like $2 at the time. Right. And my brother and I looked at it like, we, like we knew that you don't order the Pepsi when you go out to eat because that was expensive. And I didn't even know that it was legal to shop on a non-sale rack. I like, you just, you walk in a store and you just go to the sale rack. Like you don't even look at the other stuff. Like it's not even allowed. Let's see. What are, what are some other fan favorites? Oh, I remember when I was in my twenties, I was no longer living at home and I was living in Washington, DC and I would go grocery shopping and I went to go buy orange juice, obviously from concentrate. And I remember it started to hit me. I was like, cause the stuff in the jug was too expensive, right? The Tropicana and the jug or whatever. So you buy it in the, or the Minute Maid, so you buy it in the concentrate. And then I was like, I wonder how much orange juice in the jug is. 
I never even thought, I never even dared, you know. And I went and looked and it was like $2 more. And I, and I was like, huh? And I was like, well, how much is like the fresh squeezed? And it was like an extra $5. I was like, what? And so I just like realized how much of this stuff had been passed down that we just don't investigate. And as a starting out entrepreneur, you know, it was just this belief that money was scarce and money was hard to come by and you can't charge that much. And it was all this like, no, lack, shutdown, condemnation. So where did I end up? I ended up in debt. I ended up with student loans. I ended up with tax liens. I ended up, but like something in me always desired the finer things in life. So then I would get credit cards and I would buy the shoes or I'd go out to the fancy dinner and then I'd rack up these credit cards and I'd ruin my credit and I'd feel terrible about myself and on and on and on. And then, and then I went and got a master's degree so I could help people being a psychotherapist. And here I am working 75 hours a week, living off of $24,000 a year because I shouldn't charge that much. And I never charged the full rate. And I only offered sliding scale rates because that's what a good person would do. It's exhausting. It is exhausting giving so much and living on so little. So what I want you to understand here today is that money is currency and currency is energy. And you aren't meant to live on a little amount of energy and you aren't meant to live on a little amount of money. And I also felt like, and I know this isn't popular in our modern day woman entrepreneur thing, like victim is like, it's such a taboo word. But if I was honest with myself at that time, I felt like a victim with money. I felt like it was this thing that it was outside of me. And when it came in, it was like, it was, it was something that happened to me. And when there wasn't enough there, it was something that happened to me. And so I just want to like, for anyone that wants to be either honest with where you're at, if that's true for you, or just identify with, I mean, I, I know that place. If you feel like a victim with money, we're going to transform it. It's not where you're going to stay. It's temporary. I remembered like I'd get my paycheck and I would feel great. And, and then I would go and like pay bills down or I'd go and buy something. And then I'd get like hit with a insufficient fund fee or like an overdraft charge. And then I would just feel like it was this awful love hate relationship because like on some level, I knew I needed money to like live and live my best life. But like it just, it kept beating me up. And then when I, started like when I left psychotherapy, cause I was like enough of this and let's become a life coach. Like I would wake up every day with a knot in my stomach saying, how can I make money today? How can I make money today? That's called survive. That's not thrive. And I literally felt like the sky was falling. So here I was in my early thirties, totally healthy, capable, willing to work hard with a master's degree in psychology and wanting to be a coach, didn't have any clients because I didn't have wealth consciousness. And this is what I'm going to start training you on. It's the lack of wealth consciousness because my beliefs were, it's hard to get clients. It's hard to make money. People don't have the money for what I have to offer. That was my reality. So I want you to just get honest with yourself right now. What are your current money beliefs? It's hard to come by. Can't charge that much. I don't deserve it. I feel awkward receiving money, charging too little, been in survivor mode for too much, can't charge that much, never enough, right? 
that was my, it didn't matter how much money I made at the level that I was at because my debt was 75 grand. I was making $2,000 a month. Like how was that anything ever going to be enough? Scared to charge money is for others and not me, right? Um, I'm afraid to charge that money is scary, hard to come by, save, save, save. I don't deserve it. Can't charging too little. Like, and then we're wondering why we're not living our big lives when we know that what we think becomes our reality. So something that I do extensively in my business programs, but I also want to do it here as well. We're going to do it like a mini version. I want you to identify and write down what were your mother's top three beliefs around money? Save it. Can't afford it. Never enough. Love is more important than money. Rich people are. Save, don't spend too much. Save it, be thrifty. Can't afford it, never enough. Spend it all, right? Budget, other people are first. Can't take it with you. Always get a good deal. Now I want you to write down what were your father's top three money beliefs. I remember I was in high school while you're doing this. And I don't know, money must have gotten tight over something. And so my father cut off the call waiting. Remember when there was like call waiting on phones? For those of you that do remember that, it was $2 a month. This was my father's mentality about how we were going to save money. I come a long way, baby. I come a long way. Work hard to make money. Money doesn't grow on trees. Don't spend money on things you can do yourself. Not a priority. Don't spend money unless it's something he wanted. Don't be wasteful. Save it for a rainy day. So the first thing that we're going to do here is start to take ownership. because. Those were her beliefs and those were his beliefs. And she and he had their own destiny, had their own opportunities and their own choices. You are a different soul. You're on a different journey. You are currently attending a different training. And what I'm here to tell you is that money is currency and currency is energy. Energy, like air, like love, like power, like peace, it's limitless. Limitless. Limitless for you and limitless for everyone who knows, this is where wealth consciousness comes in, that it is limitless. So just write that down. Even if it doesn't feel real in the moment, does not make this fact, not a fact. I know you have been told other things that have felt like a fact because of the people that they came from. It felt like a fact that money was scarce. It felt like a fact that money was for other people. It felt like a fact that I couldn't have what I wanted or I couldn't charge that much. It just wasn't true. It just wasn't true. And so the fact is Money is currency and currency is energy that is limitless. Just like air, just like love, just like peace, just like power. It is meant for everyone and all. When I first heard that money was limitless, my brain freaked out and my soul said, hallelujah. 
Like my soul was like, yes, I knew it all along. See, we can have a big life. Like, isn't this great? Like we were never supposed to play small, be limited, not have what we need to thrive, not just survive. My brain was like, this is of the devil. Who is this person teaching you these things? Like this isn't. So I heard that money was limitless. And then I heard clients were limitless. What? It's like, no, clients are scarce and hard to come by. This is what every therapist I knew said. This is what everybody around me taught me. This is what everybody believed. Clients are scarce and hard to come by. And I'm going to take a stand for that. Like, I am going to defend that because that is what's true. It was like a tattoo inside my brain. Clients are scarce and hard to come by. Clients are scarce and hard to come by. And it's like, I believed it with, with passion even though obviously it's not what I wanted, but like I was committed to this unconscious story. And when I heard clients are limitless, I was like, they'd have to be. Because what was going on was, there was a number, there's a lot going on in those days, but what was going on was, number one, my steadmost belief in lack and scarcity and that people like me with careers like mine, not having a lot of money to live on and it being a struggle to get clients who could pay your rate. And then I realized, Gina, there's 7.8 billion people in the world. At the time, I was a marriage coach, okay? I wasn't even doing business coaching. And I was like, how many hundreds of millions of people are struggling with their marriage right now? Lots, okay? How many hundreds of millions of people do not know what you know about marriage relationships, blah, blah, blah? Lots. But then my brain was like, yeah, but just because they're struggling with their marriage doesn't mean they have money. Okay. So then I sat back and I thought, you know, I actually created a belief that nobody has money because I didn't, and anybody I knew, when I say didn't have money, were struggling with money. All of my friends, all of my family, anybody I knew was struggling with money. And so I made that another fact that just people struggle with money. And I'd recently moved to LA and I, I got in my car and I started to drive around one block away. I was living in a little apartment, but one block away, there was multi-million dollar mansion after multi-million dollar mansion. And I was like, and then I drove from Santa Monica into Venice and I saw, I was like, these people have money and this is just LA and this is just the West side of LA. And then what about West Hollywood? And what about San Francisco? And what about New York? And what about London? And like, and all that. And I was like, what is this thing I've been believing that, that people don't have money? This is insanity. This is insanity. And then like the do-gooder side of me, but Gina, you shouldn't just help people with money. What about the people that don't have? And I was like, stop, Gina, you're one of those people that don't have money right now. Go and make money and then figure out how to like help people that don't have money. But that was like, I had to get myself out of, out of survive into thrive. And for anybody in that same boat, I, I welcome you to do the same. Okay. And so I want to take you into a meditation that changed my life. And I hope it will change yours as well. And once I started to get the truth about money, once I started, to, and I just want you to soak this in, just say out loud with me, there is no lack of money in the world. Say it out loud with me. There's no lack of money in the world. Say it out loud. There's no lack of money for me. There's no lack of money for me. There's no lack of money for me. My purpose 
requires an abundant amount of money. My purpose requires an abundant amount of money. Okay. So close your eyes and just breathe. And know that you're in a safe place. Anchor into your essence where you belong. Feel yourself and just identify your own relationship with money. Wherever it's at, if you're scared, if you're nervous, if you're tired, if you're frustrated. If you're feeling lack or constrained in whatever ways. And now invite your version of God in. And open yourself up to letting the story be transformed. We're going to take you on a journey from where you are to where you desire to be. So I want you to feel in your body the amount of money that you made over the course of last year. And just breathe into it. And don't overthink it. It doesn't matter before taxes, after taxes, does it count alimony, whatever. How much money were you living on last year? Making, earning, receiving, whatever. And just breathe into that and feel how that feels. And feel how the last year has felt on this amount of money. Feel what level of support that provided you and what level of constraint you experienced as a result. What fights did you get in? Fears did you have? What sleepless nights did you experience? What anxiety or depression might have been part of the pattern. You can acknowledge gratitude for the amount of money that did come in and the way that it even came in. And just really take in the whole relationship with this level of money. What level of financial relaxation were you in on this level of money? None, a little bit, a whole lot. In what way were you held back or didn't really live in the way that you would have on this amount of money? When did you say no when you wanted to say yes? What dream did you either postpone or procrastinate or shut down because you'll do it later when the money is there? And what spin did you have to put on some answer for your child when they wanted something that just wasn't in the budget? And just fully witness yourself. Those of you that have businesses and we're charging certain amounts, 
What was it like to be held back in this way? And now I want you to visualize this amount of money that you made last year. All that it provided and all that it didn't. Just feel into that. Last year's experience. And now I want you to surrender that completely into the hands of God. Source, universe, spirit. And announce and declare, and you can say out loud with me, I am complete with that experience. I am available for new. I am ready for what you have designed for me. I am willing to be made new. And as you surrender that experience into the hands of God, ask for it to be transformed. And in the transformation, I want you to visualize that same number as your new monthly income. Visualize and feel into. How does it feel to receive that amount of money every single month? month after month after month. Yes, queen, keep breathing into that. How does it feel to be supported at that level month after month after month? Now, what does that afford you? Peace of mind, financial relaxation, joy, abundance on a level that you've never before experienced but has always been available and possible. It's just that no one showed you. No one gave you permission. No one taught you the truth about money. See how far your impact will reach with you having this amount of money every single month deposited into your bank account. All the good you can do, all the fun you can have, all the charitable causes you can contribute to, all the team members you can hire, all the support you can receive, all the training you can purchase, all of the support at home, the upgrades, the lifestyle the freedom, and the abundance. This, this is what's waiting for you. Claim it. Own it. I recommend just say yes, and so it is. Just say yes and hold that feeling in your energetic
Did you love the episode as much as I did? I hope so. I hope that you're feeling filled up and that all your dreams are possible and that you absolutely have what it takes to do this. And I am here for you. I'm here on your journey. And I just want to make sure that you are constantly supported with all things queen, high vibe, positivity, spiritual superpowers, and all the things. So if you have not already gotten in on the free companion course to my book, you know, my book is The Audacity to Be Queen, The Unapologetic Art of Dreaming Big and Manifesting Your Most Fabulous Life. You can get my book. I'll leave the link in the show notes. But I also have a free companion course. Uh, whether or not you have the get the book, This course is meant to just support you with really taking a look at who you are and how you can get to where you want to go. So you can check it out at divineliving.com forward slash audacity, divineliving.com forward slash audacity. That link will be in the show notes as well. Like I said, it's completely free. There's videos, there's workbooks, there's a Facebook group. So get in on this good free content, share the link with your friends and enjoy. All right, my beautiful, I hope that you have loved this episode and it has been a blessing in your life. And if you could use a little extra love and support in sisterhood, I want to invite you to join me in my global community in the Audacity to be Queen free companion course. This is completely free. And when you go to divineliving.com forward slash audacity, You're going to get meditations. You're going to get videos. You're going to get workbooks. You're going to get Q&A call replays with me. It's just a whole bunch of positive programming completely for free. I want to make sure that you have this love in your life. So go get it now at divineliving.com forward slash audacity.